0: This program is intended for mature audiences only. Welcome to the Female Orgasm Podcast, created by the Welcomed Consensus, where we explore the potential of female orgasm, more pleasure, and a better sex life for both men and women. Listen, learn, and be inspired by the innovative research and revealing insights into friendship through female orgasm. Today, you will hear from Charles. He describes his quest for knowledge of satisfying a woman. He candidly discusses how the sensuality retreat and witnessing the one-hour orgasm demonstration expanded and redefined what he thought sensuality is.
1: Well, thank you for joining us. I'm going to start off just asking you a little bit about your background.
2: I'm a businessman uh, by profession. I've had a, a couple of businesses that I've run over the course of the last 25 years. And uh, that's my uh, primary, the way I see myself as a businessman. Uh, I have had uh, my quest for uh, sexual knowledge, uh, probably again, uh, I would say about three years ago when I met uh, this woman. I'd always wanted uh, uh, to know more about sex, but my really quest began when I met this certain woman that I thought was the cat's meow. And she was, I thought, the perfect female for me. And uh, But there was one little twist. Uh, the little twist was that I couldn't satisfy her sexually. Then the quest intensified. And so I started uh, going to different things, and there's a lot of uh, snake oil salesmen out there uh, a lot and uh, I bought a lot of their products because I really wanted to know and there's no place to turn for this type of stuff and in fact when you mention what you're doing to many people they sort of look at you like eh, you know it's sort of weird you know sex you know it's one of those taboo subjects you just you know we, Americans don't like to talk about that uh, so that's sort of how my quest began And what I am and, you know, how I define myself.
1: What were you looking for when you found the Welcome Consensus?
2: I was looking for, um, I think, another tool that I could use to help me. I had learned some manual dexterity tools, uh, manual tools, uh, from the different uh, people that I've gone to in the past. And I figured this would be another tool. So I was really, I said to myself, you know, for 500 bucks, 550, whatever it was, can't be all that bad. (laughs) So I'll pay the money, and uh, uh, maybe the worst is going to happen. I'll come out of this with another tool. So uh, I was looking for tools.
1: What had you decide to take the retreat?
2: I had, uh, found you guys, I bought the video, but I was taking from this other woman in Los Angeles. And f- I realized that, okay, I had done all she said, and I had gotten pretty much what I was going to get out of her. This woman was on Sunset Boulevard. And, uh, then I decided, hmm, let me go to, um, welcome, because now I have some time and I have, uh, a little bit of money now so let me go to welcome and I'll see what, what what comes of that.
1: Did you get what you were looking for?
2: Did I get what I was looking for? Uh, I got more than what I was looking for. I was looking for a uh, a tool to add to my toolbox I think I came away with a toolbox. <laughs> uh, I will uh, it was uh, the experience I had here was just unbelievable. I pinched myself because I had wanted this knowledge specifically this knowledge of how to satisfy a woman and uh I it's been a quest it's been really longer than 3 years I mean it intensified with this one woman because I wanted to please her so badly uh and she really loved me and she was even willing to put up with the bad sex uh but I couldn't stomach it I couldn't give her what I thought she wanted. it. just uh, when I got here and, and learned what I learned, culminating with what I saw last night, it was perfect. I realized that uh, I have uh, not only uh, the tools, but uh, I have a blueprint of how to get to my goal. And, and even though I, I haven't done anybody yet, not uh, I just finished the course less than 24 hours ago, Uh, but I know, I just know that this is it. I could tell from what I saw last night. I know that this is the thing. And You know, it's sort of like, um, this sexual adventure, when you start going down this rabbit hole, you don't know where it's going to lead, you don't even know that it's attainable because it's all mythology that you hear out there. You know, is it, you sort of hear somebody can, you know, do this, and then you sort of don't hear, and it's just all speculation. This is not something that people talk about openly in public. So you don't even know if that goal is attainable. I mean, when I got here on Friday, and then as we progressed through, I realized I was sitting in the right seat. And then with the... uh thing, the demonstration that was done last night, uh, it was, I said, oh yeah, that's it. And the light went off and, and I woke up this morning at three o'clock and, (laughs) and I pinched myself because I realized that I, I got what um, I wanted. And, and, you know, I didn't think I came here looking for one or two tools. And I think I got, I got uh, uh, the whole toolbox.
1: Are there any particular concepts that stand out for you? Any information that you heard this weekend that resonates?
2: Yeah, a uh, bunch of things. Uh, I my over and over in my head. This stuff has been playing since yesterday. Since I heard R.J. speak, uh, I remember he said uh, 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 it's uh, where most women have been in their life is very much akin to if you had never had a full erection and uh, you come this far in your life and suddenly somebody gives you a full erection uh you know the lights come on and you you know you can never go back to that old way and when he said that I was like yeah I I, I can relate to that he says just just imagine that you've never been sexually satisfied in your life and uh all of a sudden somebody says, okay, here's a full erection. And not only that, it, you know, I'm going to take you through this peaking process where we're going to play with this and have some fun. And uh, I saw that process going for an hour, you know. And uh, it's, uh, I am stupefied. It is unbelievable. But I saw it, I was sitting there. <laughs> I was sitting right there. So I saw it, it was... Um, it is just unbelievable to me.
1: Did you have any flashes or epiphanies?
2: Uh, almost uh, every day I was here, I had an epiphany. I could trace uh, like I said to myself that maybe on day two, I think it was i I know why every relationship I've ever had ended. I know now, and i I know how to not make it end if I want to. Uh, It was about as about as clear as the nose on your face. By the time he finished on that day I just said to myself yeah that's why that one ended, that's why that one ended, Um, that's why this ended. Mm -hmm." Just was very clear to me.
1: Any other epiphanies
2: you want to add? Uh, I remember uh, years ago there's a guy I used to read by the name of Columbus, Uh, and he had a quote that uh, I've always cherished throughout my life and is so relevant to me this weekend, what has happened to me. He said, um, some men stumble over the truth, pick themselves up, dust themselves off, and then walk away as if nothing ever happened. And, and I've stumbled over a truth this weekend. And I am going to use it. Yeah.
1: Have you made any discoveries about sensuality or your sensuality?
2: Yes. Uh, I've uh, uh, discovered or came to the conclusion that my idea of sensuality is <laughs> is like driving with blinders on. You know, like this, and this narrow view that I had of sensuality. I learned this weekend that the entire body is a sensual thing. Your skin is a sensual thing. Your voice is a sensual thing. Uh, And there's sexual satisfaction to be gleaned from that. Uh, The um, sensuality does not start in the bedroom, Uh, sensuality uh, can start over the phone. Uh, it is uh, sensuality is so much broader than anything that I might have imagined. Uh, this little view, uh, this little, <laughs> this little tunnel vision I was using to for this grand thing, uh, wasn't even close to the uh, of what this thing really is. So my view of sensuality has been uh, pried open. And it's, uh, my view is a lot different now.
1: What was your concept of orgasm before coming to the retreat?
2: Oh, uh, I think he referred to it as a genital sneeze. Yeah, that was about, uh, perfect. That's about what I was doing. And that's about how I viewed it. And, uh, yeah, that was about perfect genital, a genital sneeze. And what is orgasm to you now? Um, God. It is a um, very personal thing. It is a almost awakening of your consciousness, your soul, uh, your your body. Uh, It is um, all-encompassing of all of that. uh, To um, be an orgasm is to... Um, be in that heavenly state, uh, and uh, it's wonderful and joyous, and that's why if you can do it for an hour as opposed to seven minutes, it's uh, it's heaven.
1: What interests you about delivered orgasm?
2: Initially, or now? Do you mean?
1: Let's start with initially.
2: Initially, uh, I think when I bought the first video. Uh, and they talked about doing, and they talked about uh, the simplicity of it. I think that's what initially uh, got me. I was sort of, that hooked me. I didn't believe it, you know, but I I thought, okay, there's got to be something to it. You know, maybe there's a, maybe this is a partial way to get her there or something like that. Uh, But uh, now that I've seen it, uh, no, it's, it's, this is the way and he he uh another epiphany that i had is when rj was speaking the other day he said all of your sexual experiences all of orgasm is built upon doing it is the basis it is the foundation of it all uh and uh so that hit home very hard uh, also when he said uh very simply, there are no pressure-sensitive nerves in the vagina, you know. I I had been looking for Easter eggs in the wrong place, (laughs) you know. So, um, I got that information and I was like, wow, no wonder. You've been looking in the wrong place, you know. The Easter eggs are on top of the tree.
1: Which DVD did you watch and what stood out for you?
2: I watched uh, Communication and I watched the One Hour Orgasm. And uh, they both stood out communication-wise. I love the training technique there. And I figured that was one of the tools that I would get when I came here. I would sharpen that tool. And the One Hour hour Orgasm was uh, very uh, informative to me. But it's not like being here and you see it when you see the tum- tumescence. I mean, when I saw what I saw yesterday looked like a balloon expanding, the tumescence that I saw. I've never seen that. You can imagine. I've never seen it. You know, because I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, but this peaking and uh, going back and forth with the peaking and, and the tumescence and the expansion. I mean, it was literally like a balloon. And it was all her, you know. You, you'd swear somebody had pumped air into that portion of her body to cause this explosion, you know. But it was, uh, it was her, and it was... Uh, my, my jaw dropped. It was beautiful to see. It was wonderful.
1: What were the missing pieces from the DVD that were uh, filled in from the class?
2: I, th- I think it was more me. I mean I, I just couldn't believe it and I think when I got here and the way that it was presented that the ladies here were wonderful the two ladies that uh, worked work with me for the first I think couple of days before the OIC is it? Yeah, they were just wonderful and every day they stripped away a little bit of my disbelief and by the time we had gotten to the end uh, I was believing, and then the coup de grace was, you know, the OIC. So I think it was really me. I just this was too good to be true, and I didn't I didn't believe it really. But it was uh, it's true. It's true. Yeah.
1: Is there a particular like a specific goal that you obtained this weekend?
2: Um, There's another epiphany that that came last night. This epiphany on uh, day two, uh, I had asked RG a question. He asked me my goals, and we wrote them down. And uh, he said those goals are very attainable, and uh, we're going to take, we're going to, we're going to give you those goals. He said, but we're going to give you bigger problems. And I sort of was puzzling with that. I'm like, hmm, what does what, what he? What the hell does he mean by that? And then last night, I said to myself, "Uh, let's assume that we, this, um, it is what I want, and this is the way, which I I, I believe it is, and everything that I ever wanted to do sexually, I now have the ability to do. Well, who do I want to be now? Do I want to go back into my old relationships and um, with the ability to satisfy her, or do I want to go have fun? So I was sitting, I was pondering that last night at three in the morning. <laughs> There's another problem he didn't tell me about. You'd be thinking about this stuff at three in the morning, um, and so I, I, I think it is like sort of opened. I, I'll let you know later, but I think my it has opened my identity as to my options now. Or maybe my choices uh, before were predicated upon, you know, fear. So those things came out at me last night.
1: What do you think about being a sensual
2: researcher? It's cool is very cool.
1: Does it make you think about branching out and exploring sensuality with friends and other people?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but what I've learned this weekend has uh, makes you fearless. And let me tell you what I mean by that. So much of sex from my point of view, and I think many men, because I hear these stories in the locker room, it's, you know, uh will i be flaccid that night uh will i know how to turn her on will i know what buttons to push uh will i come in 30 seconds and get laughed at uh, but now it's like <laughs> i don't think about that you know i'm i'm thinking about um, uh who i want to give pleasure to so a lot of fear has been removed, which is what I meant before about options. Uh, the, uh, my options are just, I, I'm, my head is spinning as to, you know, who, who, I'm, who I'm going to be when I grow up.
1: I know you talked a lot about the one-hour orgasm demonstration. Do you want to add any experiences that you had observing?
2: It was mind-blowing. I mean, it really was to see that. I, I I was there. I saw it, and you you just can't fake it. You know what I saw. Part of the demonstration is they he let me come and put my hand on her body, and I could feel the palpitations running through her thigh, and I could feel her uh, stomach. I, I think he called it ridging in her stomach. I mean, it, it was <laughs> it was like a. Uh, it's like a wave going through her stomach like that. It was like, I mean, my, my eyes were had probably dilated tenfold just standing there watching this, and it was it was just awe inspiring. It was unbelievable. And then he showed me how he did it with this finger. I mean, it almost defies belief, you know. That reaction from this, you know, I. I, I um, it, it's it's almost unbelievable, uh, but I saw it and uh, it was uh, incredible.
1: What would you like other men and women to know about your experience this weekend at the retreat, Central Heart retreat? Retreat?
2: Um, I think that um, to men, I would say uh, it's a uh, embarking on a journey like this is scary. It's our nature, you know. We don't like to. Not know and and uh, it it appear you have to open yourself up and literally come in here with it at uh, the admitting to yourself, okay, I want to get better at this, uh, and that that's sort of hard for a lot of guys to do. It's it's hard for me to do, uh, but when you get here, what do you learn. Uh, will give you so many tools uh, to deal with sexuality and to make your woman or women happier, whatever your thing is, that uh, you will, it'll make you happier too because you will be able to give pleasure at an unbelievable level. And if you can do away with your ego just for a little while, a couple of days, uh, you will learn some incredible things of how to please your woman, how to please women. And uh, and it's a pleasant experience. Uh, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere, and I mean that. It's the middle of nowhere. I couldn't have scripted this because you just... I, I don't know that I would... Um, I had no idea what I was signing up for because you just don't know. I mean, I can't describe this. It's in the middle of nowhere and you're uh, studying sex with some people that you've never met in your life. I mean, it sounds sort of bizarre. But uh, it was, uh, if you can just dissolve that ego and uh, for the pittance of money that they charge, uh, they undercharge and overdeliver. deliver So uh, if you're thinking about it, I would do it. I, I, I would definitely do it. I guarantee you. That you will, uh, it'll it'll probably have the same effect on you because as it did me because uh, you're looking as I was looking and uh, there's a lot of snake oil out there. There's a lot of people telling things that uh, just don't deliver, uh, but they under underpromised promised and over delivered, and it's uh, um, I think it's a mind changing weekend for me. A life changing weekend for me
1: What was your experience at the benchmark?
2: Uh, it was fun it, uh, There were some questions asked, and uh, by me, I asked a lot of questions. They were very tolerant uh, it was uh It was a lot of fun, and uh, people shared. I wanted to know if there were any sexual dynamos in there in the in the room. And that was the, the that was the crux of my question every time I asked. So basically, you know, it, who who is uh, the uh, guy that knows this stuff? And uh, the men were understated. Uh, they were. I think that's just the nature of the guys here. They were understated, and no one jumped up and said, "Yeah, I can do this" and all that. Uh, but I began to uh, get a sort of a the gist of it when. R.J. said, you know, you're at a stadium, 70,000 people are there. Um, You're in the top 1% of that. These guys are in the top 1% or higher. Okay, that's what I was looking for. So it was fun with the questions and so forth. I enjoyed it.
1: Did you prefer having your attention on other people or the attention on you?
2: I don't know, because... um, I, I learned a lot from both, you know. When Francois spoke, I, uh, that was an informative. And when Becca spoke, she talked about an experience that she had just had with, uh, I think, Cedric. And uh, when I heard her describe the experience as a woman that he had given her, I, it really, I said, okay, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, She described it as a the experience of a lifetime or a life experience. Uh, and she was, you know, her eyes were glowing and dilated. And I said, yeah, that's the look I'm looking for. Yeah. Is there
1: anything that stands out for you that you want to add that we haven't asked?
2: I don't know how, I think I probably already said it, uh, I'll, I'll say it again, it's um, it's a life-changing experience uh, to know that, uh, uh, how to please a woman, you know, I, I think back, since you asked me that question, I think back to, you know, five years ago, I, I, ten years ago, I would have thought it's the size of your genitalia that was the most important. And a lot of guys think that. I think some women even think that. Uh, and uh, so it was puzzling to me. and I didn't know. I just really didn't know. And I was on this quest and I really wanted to know. I wanted to know how to be a good lover. I just didn't know where to turn. You know there was so much disinformation out there. And uh, then coming here and, and getting this information and, and knowing that I'm going to be able to apply it, it's, um, it's just um, it's a wonderful moment. It's an important moment in my life, uh, and I will never forget this. Never forget it. I will use these principles, uh, and I, I won't forget, because this is, um, uh, this is some big stuff, I think. It will help you if you apply it. And it's very simple.
1: Great.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Female Orgasm Podcast. Visit www.welcomed.com to find full transcripts, articles, videos, courses, and more focused on the topic of friendship through female orgasm.